Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you'll need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate megastores led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. Hello, Fightful Faithful, and uh, welcome to the uh, Fightful NXT After Party Show. Hey! Hey, I'm your hey. host, Alex Pulaski, and this is, with me as always, is Kate Hensler. Kate, say hi to the people. Hi, the people. How hi, are you? <laughs> I think we're all, we're all, we're all doing fine. I mean, those of us who just watched this show are doing fair to middling, um, maybe worse. Mid, as MJF would say. What's that? I have this baby it's cold outside shirt on that you can't see when I'm in the frame, which is a bummer. I know, it's terrible. Yeah. But I wore it for you, friend. Oh, very good. Let me get my my poop ball in the the middle of the frame. (laughs) Um, So, for those of you who are unaware, uh, next week, at 6 p.m. Eastern on the Tuesday, there's going to be a Fightful Holiday stream where all of us are going to get on there and we'll do, you know, stuff. And you can send every every Super Chat or Humper Chat that you send in for that will go directly to our Christmas bonuses, which is pretty cool. Um, and and then we'll, we have, we're going to have to go watch this thing next week. Uh, which features some matches I'm excited about, and also Von Wagner in action. So the, the full the full spectrum. Um, but uh, but then you could also watch us do that because next next week is going to be our holiday special. Well, I'm sure we'll have all kinds of fun things planned to 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 sing and and do fun stuff with. I so- already have my outfit planned, Alex. Oh, Kowalski. wonderful, <laughs> fantastic. Um, uh, yes, I, I you they will you will be um. You'll you'll be regaled by by songs sung by Snowy D'Angelo next week on this very program. It should be a lot of fun. Um. Anyway, uh, please send in a super chat or a humper chat right now. Go to humpertest.com. Send in your humper chat over there or over here, and we'll read them. Luis, our fantastic mod, will will let me know what has been uh, supered or humpered. And I will address them accordingly throughout the evening. If you think we haven't 
we skipped your thing. We haven't skipped it. We're just going to get to it when we get to it. We'll, we'll, we won't skip them. Um, but except we have a few from last... We, except say, ones except... we had to skip last night because we got in just under the wire. We really um, did. But that was a different one because we all had to say goodbye to Johnny Gargano. I guarantee you it's not going to go as long this time, I hope. So why would you do that? Why would you <laughs> set us up like that? I know. I oh, my know. gosh. Yeah, it's bad. Um uh, for, let's start off with JW Pringle. Hi, Kate's mom and dad. Hope you're having a great holiday season. Um, oh and from then everything, guru... oh, I was just gonna say, from everything I can gather, yeah, we've got good. the leg lamp in the window. Good, we've got a brand new Christmas tree because we have much taller ceilings than we did last year. And my mom Ooh. is watching the voice finale today instead of NXT 2.0, so all is calm, all is bright. Yeah, <laughs> uh, Learner Guru says, oh. uh, Kate, you look beautiful tonight. Alex, you too. Why, thank you. I'm blushing. Thank you. Um, we are very pretty. We are both. We are both of us <laughs> very pretty. Um, <coughs> now uh, there was some stuff that was set up for this thing ahead of time. We knew some stuff was going to happen. Uh, we knew what we're, the the main event we were going to get: Braun Breaker versus Rod, Roddy Strong, which uh, which lived up to its billing. I, I will say, uh, like it was like, well, hey, this actually feels like an NXT 1.5 main event. Like it feels like it's something that, that has meaning to it. These are two uh, good workers who are turning in a good performance. Um, and so it felt like it was maybe a throwback. Uh, some of the other stuff on the episode, not so much. Um, we'll, we'll start going through it. Uh, first of all, we have some uh, Hupper chats uh, here. Um, uh, my, Raikil says, saying hi to Alex and my bestie, the girl with the best bangs, Kate Hensler on NXT retirement. But, I love Gigi Jolin's shirt, R.I.P. Jimmy Rave. Uh, all hell, Kalex 2.0. Yeah, R.I.P. Jimmy Rave. That was pretty cool for Gigi to give him a little tribute there. Um, I know they they worked together pretty extensively. They did, yeah. They had a sincere working relationship. I was yeah. really glad to see that tribute. Hi, Matt Raquel. Sorry we did not cross paths at Ring of Honor. Oh, which I was at. As was at... Oops. As yeah. was FTR is what I was trying to say. Right. Um but yeah, I loved I love seeing the I love seeing when wrestlers have the freedom to do any tributes. Like I just think that's a beautiful thing that they can yeah. do. So I was glad to see Gigi do that. Uh Chris Rain <laughs> says, appreciation humper chat for the king. Alex, awesome sour graps episode. Thank you so much. Yes, I do the sour graps episodes late, late, late at night on Monday. Um it's not about good to be the king. It's really not. Um, the Nerguru says, did not watch an ounce of this show because without Kyle and Johnny, I have no interest. But I'll watch you guys because Kalex for life. Thank you so much, Nerguru. Um, yeah, they're they're slowly dripping. They're slowly they're slowly falling away. I I I do feel like there's probably one match next week that is going to signal the 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 last match for one of the two competitors um in nxt before they move to the main roster but we'll see what happens there um we start off the night uh with with uh, uh gryson walla uh showing up and taking a uh uh video of people obviously being stood there by production assistants stand here and when he walks over just boo at him and give him the thumbs down and then he takes a video of it. Um, and 
yeah, this 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 is a a thing that's going to bleed through the rest of the night. Um, he is um, he does not have a title. Uh, hopefully, he won't anytime soon. I, I feel like the champions are set up pretty well there. Um, but he is absolutely the most important character on the show right now, for better or for worse. Um, it's just a, it's a weird deal. Um, yeah. What in the diet MJF hell was this? Like, this isn't even his fault, but like, this is the stuff that organically happens when MJF goes anywhere. Like, mm -hmm. and this is, no, you they, can't, they... you can't capture that lightning in a bottle in a produced right. way. Right. I sat down. I legit was going to be like, I'm going to be open-minded this episode. Yeah. I'm going to, it's the holiday season. My heart is filled with joy. And then two minutes into this, I was like, oh, what the hell is this? Like, I, I, here's the thing. It's not, it's not on Grayson Waller. I do like him much better as a heel. Mm -hmm. This felt like Diet MJF. Later, he felt like Diet Ricky Starks. Um, I know they're discovering who they are as performers at this stage of the game. And that's not his fault, but I'm like, you can't discover who someone is by not letting an ounce of who they actually are show through. Like, I, I don't believe that that guy thinks indie wrestlers all suck. I don't. Not when they ended all up at the same place. You know what I mean? So it's just like, I, and, well, we can get into the other stuff later, but, like, now he has no friends, mm -hmm. which is actually kind of nice because usually it's baby faces that have no friends in WWE. <laughs> some reason but i just uh I, I i i have to align my expectations as well because there's going to be extremely stark changes like this like that's very clear like it's it's very evident very early on that if something doesn't work they're just gonna wipe it out and hit you really hard with something new so i have that's partly yeah. on me like I, i'm gonna need to adjust but i just i i don't like staged fans like this felt like at a late night show when you go to a taping and they force you to clap and on cue and stop clapping at this time. Like this was just not yeah. a fun way to open the show at all. No. Um, we'll, we'll get more into uh, Waller. Um, uh, we, we got um, the Cameron Grimes and Duke Hudson thing that has to continue because they don't have any other things for these guys to do. Um, it, uh, it was a, a no holds barred match, but it was like, it's a no holds barred match. Like, I don't understand why we call it that when it's just like a no DQ match, which is also called a street fight. It's just a, it's just a thing. Like, why is it a no holds barred match? What was he going to do? Like a, a, an eye, like, I didn't see anybody do it like a gouge in the eyes or what's a barred hold, Kate? What is a hold that is normally barred that they could have used, but didn't? I don't understand. Why call it a no holds barred match? It's just, it's a weird, just call it, call it a no DQ match. Call it a, a, a yeah. extreme rules match. Like it's, you know, it is, it, it's just a fight. Just a fight. I can't believe they didn't call it like poker punishment oh, something or yeah. whatever. But like, yeah, yeah, it's funny. I don't even think I, um, it's, it's funny that we had the same reaction to that on the same day. Cause I was like, I'm going to look up no holds barred, like what the actual definition of it is. And it's about holds being. Yeah. Um, and like a trash can lid is not a hold. That's just no. a, a thing. So call
that's what they used to call. They used to call them hardcore matches. Anytime somebody hit somebody in the head with a trash can lid, it was a hard hardcore match. So um, that I think has gotten. If I'm if I'm categorizing this match, I think I call it no DQ because I think hardcore matches have now, whether whether logically or not, they now have a reputation for being like bloody and tax spots and whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I call this an ODQ match, but I had complaints with this other than that. Uh, yeah. what, what is Duke Hudson wearing on his head? Well, what is wearing around his waist? Listen, uh, what? In, in, every time uh, throughout history, every time the heel loses a hair versus hair match, they show up the next time wearing a wig or a funny hat because it's time to like, you know, the heel gets his comeuppance. That's, that's the whole point of it. Everybody laughs at the heel. Now I understand that's just the way things work, but like, why is, why is it a wig that looks, I mean, I understand, like, I understand like the way it used to happen in a hair versus hair match in the territories in 1976. Like I get it, but it's not that anymore. And we all kind of understand. I think we all kind of understand but this is like he's wearing the the bad flare wig and the and the headgear, um, and and he loses the match because he because he gets too precious and decides to uh, threaten to shave Cameron Grimes bald, but he gets caught with a kick while he's ad- admiring the Clippers, and then he gets a cave in through a chair, and okay. after the match, yeah, go ahead. Well, just um. Like he never actually shaved his head in the hair versus hair match, so no, I don't understand par- parts of it. Yeah, yeah. So why is he completely bald, which we find out later? I also don't understand what the like those tights looked like. He was from Chippendales. That did not look yeah. like. Uh, I I don't understand that part of this either. Uh, I I there were a lot of spots in the match that I really liked. I don't even know what the counter was, but there was a point where they were outside the rings and Grimes just just something <laughs> Duke Hudson into their double dare barricades, um, which was just very impressive. Uh, the power bomb spot where Hudson put Grimes through a table was nasty in like a good way. I like when power bombs move that fast where you're like, yeah. how did you expedite gravity? That yeah. looks sincerely punishing. Um, I'm just going to say this as a general rule in wrestle to wrestlers. And I know it's wrestling, so you have to buy in. Nothing good happens when you sit down in a folding chair ever. It ends no. bad for the person sitting in the folding chair. That's mm-hmm. never been advantageous to anyone, except I think no. Joey Janela did a monkey flip in it, which was pretty rad before, but mm-hmm. you got to stop sitting in, in folding chairs, wrestlers. It doesn't turn out well for you. And that yeah. was, that was the case here, but the match itself was good. I, I, it's so funny that we had that same inclination of the no holes barred thing. Cause that's not what this was. No, um, it's just, but it's, the, it's a, it's a it's a pet peeve every time they do it. It's a no holds barred match. Well, what is the barred hold that that you have to that, that you would do? I don't whatever. Um uh the 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 thing about this is um uh that you bring in a specific table, not a regular table, but a poker table that like it has the whole thing written on it. It looks like it's a big ovular poker table. And he does a power bomb through it. Like, why is it that table and not like a regular table? Did did Duke Hudson 
leave a specific table under the ring so he symbolically could beat Cameron Grimes by putting him through that table as opposed to any other table. And then he didn't. Like, he, he powerbombed him through it, but he wasn't able to get the pin. So I you just ruined a, night, a better table than another table. I don't understand. Like, the table budget is now through the roof because you're spending it on fancy tables instead of regular tables. I don't understand any of this. But then, after the match, after Cameron Grimes wins, he rips off the headgear and the wig to show us that that Duke Hudson is bald, like bald, bald, like speaking as a guy who shaves his head regularly that because I I've got a nice little cul-de-sac up here and have since I was in my late twenties. Um, and it doesn't look good when I, when let the hair grow out. So I, I keep it, keep it closely shorn. Just looking at the length of the stubble on Duke Hudson's head, he had to have shaved his own head sometime today because it was freshly shorn. Why would a guy who hates being bald keep shaving his own head? Wouldn't you, like, if you were going to wear the wig anywhere, wouldn't you be trying to grow it out as fast as possible? Like, that thing happened, like, over a week ago. He should have a much longer growth of hair on his head uh, than he does. Like, it doesn't make any sense to do that. Whatever. It does not. And why would you shave your own head and stuff just let that patch grow back in right right like duke hudson is smart we've learned that yeah. in, as a character and then he does dumb things like this like yeah i just want him to get to be himself a little bit more because i th yeah. I think there's something really special with him and i think he could also fit the main roster mold without being so cartoonish like i yeah. think he could be something that they're actually looking for up there right. um but yeah the i thought I thought the the in-ring action was really good, but yeah, that should have been called a, a poker punisher fight, and that would have justified the poker table instead of the regular table. Maybe he heard what Bully Ray had to say about real heels and didn't feel like he could say get the tables and that he had to go get his what? own table. Um, but, <laughs> but um, yeah, I mean, outside of that, those those logical flaws which are are not on the performers obviously are on this i just my biggest thing is okay where do they go now because cameron grimes keeps whooping his ass like are we just gonna rematch this today no, this has for another to be few it. months or is this this, this has to be done? it like so I'm, next, I'm, I'm sure do do duke do? hudson is going to want revenge but we can't we can't allow that valab says can you do a pile driver in a wwe no holds barred match if not then it's not even a no holds barred match and the batted to one jam beard says, should have used a pile driver in a no holds barred match. Aren't they normally barred in WWE? LOL. Um, yeah, I mean, wouldn't, I mean, technically, please don't do this, but wouldn't technically a, an unprotected chair shot to the head be a barred hold that I suppose they could use in this match? If it was truly a no holds barred match, again, please don't do unprotected chair shots. But I mean, stop calling it this thing. Booker B raises a good point. Duke Hudson, why he bald though? But seriously, there are a lot of bald men. Why are they calling that man hideous just because he shaved his head today? That's okay, a very, so good, that's a very that, good question. That's the other thing. I was like, this doesn't work when you can pull off bald head. He looks great. Like he looks really good. He, for all intents and purposes, looks like he has a normal shaped skull. This isn't like a bad look for him. 
I think the the story that they were trying to tell was like Duke Hudson is going to be able to get Cameron Grimes's hair anyway somehow, and that never happened, which is good if you're trying to have a babyface payoff here. But like, it's a little less about like it should have been a little. There's no chase in Duke Hudson's hair. There's chase in Cameron Grimes' hair. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um. So we got a little vignette of uh, Double Vest and the Beach. They're waiting for their big hot date with the TikTok tag team. And I thought it was nice of the TikTok tag team, who we know are ravers who are really into EDM. They must want to. They just want to really impress these country boys because they took them to a country music festival, which is not what they're into. We've seen that. Um, but uh, it was a little vignette where they were there, and and the beach was trying to make time with 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 Caden Carter, but then Casey Cotanzaro said, "No, you're gonna dance with me," and 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 Double Vest was like shocked. That two women were allowed to dance together at, at like this is not where not where I come from. Um, this was uh, stupid, um, and I'm I, I, I'm just glad this is all we saw of them on the show tonight. Okay, so I have really fun notes about this. There might have to be like if this keeps going on. Remember how I said like it felt like Stefan. This is kind of the Stefan spot, but. First of all, I just love that this was apparently like a field days. There were rides in the background and they needed tickets to get in, like ticket tickets that they were excited about. And I don't know if it was double vest or beach, but one of them just goes, a country concert. <laughs> there, there was, there... I am so excited about the genre. This is this is it was like they went to the to the county fair, and it be, because the they had they had they had a they had a uh, a little concession stand that advertised corn dogs available here, and I was like, well then, ritzy ritzy, yeah. My word, and then I just wrote, is this footloose? Because why were they so shocked by two people? Dancing? I don't know. I don't know. Like, what is happening here? Why do they hang out? They're not friends. Like, what's the, going the on? batted to one jam beard says double vest in the beach. I think I've seen that country band at a dive bar one night. Uh, you They're will if if not if not if not haven't yet, you will someday. Mm -hmm. Uh and Mark Losper sends in an evergreen uh super chat. <laughs> Every single part of this segment sounds abysmal. I could have used that several times. Uh yes. for, for the for the rest of the evening. And actually. I wouldn't even say this was abysmal because my mind was fucking blown. Yeah. <laughs> it wasn't good. Was no. I entertained? A little no. bit. Yeah. Um, uh, Ronald Hollick says, remember when uh, Crush slash Brian Adams used a heart punch, which became a barred move? Uh, yeah, maybe. Yeah, punch somebody in the heart. Or like, do that in that no-holds-barred match. Do that. Have friends come in. Yeah. And they're the ones holding you. Well, and that one's would normally be barred, but I, not so I, much here. I just want to hold you. I just want to hold you yeah. while we listen to country music yeah. live. Yeah. Uh, okay. So let's get into the most important character uh, in NXT 2.0. Um, uh, uh, Grison Walla uh, okay, came out. Okay. First of all, 
the most important character in NXT 2.0 is Tony D'Angelo, obviously, but we can pretend it's Grayson. It's not according to the people who write this show. Okay, but they um, don't know anything. Well, no, that, but, but like <laughs> we're gonna have to deal with it. I mean, I'm, I'm. Listen, I'm very, I'm very happy with Tony D'Angelo's placement on the card at this point. Um, I believe it will only get better. But as of right now, according to to uh, Vince and Bruce and and Heartbreak, uh, Grison Walla is the most important character in NXT 2.0. Uh, he comes out. Um, and gets like genuine, like bully Ray heat. Like not we're, we're, you're a heel that we love to hate. Not you're an entertaining heel. Uh, boo, you suck. We don't want to see you anymore. Um, everything you say is poison to my ears. That kind of thing. Um, so I guess that's good. But I don't trust NXT to have not like told everybody the person who boos the most gets to go backstage and get a picture with Tommaso Ciampa and the NXT Championship or whatever, or gets to go backstage and meet Mandy Rose. Ooh la la! So then you have everybody in the crowd being like, "Boo! I'm the loudest booer." I don't, I don't, I wouldn't put it past them at all to have like come up with some contest that they were pitching to these people. Um, but like from, he got a big reaction. Um, I thought that, uh, the substance of the promo was low hanging fruit and otherwise kind of dreck, but I thought he handled the material. Well, I think he's, I think he's, he's not sinking in this, in this particular point. It's not him who's doing bad stuff. It's the material they're giving him and the character they're asking him to play. But like a, a lot of these people, like for example, Von Wagner, would would have like completely just just crawl just crumpled into a fetal ball at the at the fact realizing he, he couldn't remember his lines while everybody was shouting booing at him and, and chanting "You suck." So I didn't hate this, but I reserved to hate everything about this entire angle <laughs> going forward. Uh, I just thought this this could have been a lot worse, but I thought that Grayson Waller like handled this terrible material and the onslaught from the crowd as well as I thought he possibly could. I half agree. So I, y- yes, it feels like the audience, to me, it really does feel like a late night studio audience. Like it feels yeah. very much like either it's being piped in or well, there, there are apparently there are no seats on the hard cam side, so they might have oh. like like a cue card guy going putting up a sign that says "boo," give the thumbs down, "boo boo." They might actually have that. I'm actually, I would love to sincerely, I would love to know what the experience is for a fan that used to go to the original one versus wow. now. Like yeah, I, I'm, imagine. I'm, I'm sincerely curious about that, but definitely felt like very cued. Um, I don't know. I I actually think like there's, I definitely think he's a heel. He's definitely a heel. Um, I don't know if I buy that he's this heel and I don't, I, I again, it's me needing to adjust my expectations. Like, I don't think he's this 
slimy guy. Like, I don't think he's like the Ethan Page kind of open shirt, Ricky Starks uh, kind of thing. Um, I I don't think that this character, I don't think this character is even that guy. Like, this feels like a, a watered down version of what LA Knight, I think, is doing extremely well. And I don't think that's Grace Waller's fault. But like, it's almost like the content of what he's delivering doesn't match up with the I'm wearing sunglasses inside guy like he's not talking about how wealthy he is he's not talking about how broke the indie wrestlers are like it just doesn't doesn't click yet and it's early so maybe maybe they're on their way to finding oh, it I think it's only gonna get worse I <laughs> you know I think it's only gonna get worse from here it, they, I, they gave them all their a material in this one it's not gonna it's not like they have other ideas. But to your point, like it's not even the content of the promo that's the worst part. I feel like the character that he is being portrayed as aesthetically and the content of what he's saying don't really match up. Like right. the guy who shits on indie guys doesn't dress like that still. You know what I mean? Well, like I, I guess it, the it whole thing is that work. to me. But it's gonna get worse. I, I I think he's because they're they're trying to come they're trying to uh combine uh, lone wolf Baron Corbin, who thought the indie guys were a joke because he just was a former football player who showed up and got a contract. They're trying to combine that with the Miz, who's a former reality TV star who's who's only there because of his you know quote unquote charisma or whatever, and because he feels like the, the, he he can become a star as opposed to an actual um, you know wrestler he doesn't want to be a wrestler he wants to be a star he wants to use this as a, as a platform to give become a bigger global star like that's they're trying to combine the two things i don't think he would have i don't think he would give like i don't think he would like say bad things about indie wrestlers he just wouldn't give a shit like and i i the one part about this thing that i thought was was good and then followed by something that i thought was really bad was his talk with with wade barrett like wade barrett Oh, so 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 you like me? You think I'm a POS? But you, but you like me? Guess what, Wade? I got some bad news for you. It's not 2010 anymore, and I don't give a damn what you think about me. Like I I th I think that's like him having zero respect for those that came before makes sense. But then being like Vic Joseph, I beat up your best friend in the world right in front of you, and you didn't do anything because you're a pussy. Like that's stupid. Don't don't do any of that shit. But like, I think the way to tell that story, and it's not that far off, but I don't think they're going to make this leap. I think there's a really great way to say, this wasn't my dream. I didn't scratch and claw for this. I just showed up and it was this easy. Like you could organically go that. That's the thing that does work with Lone Wolf Baron Corbin was that was a true thing about him. And I think you don't have to go that far off, but just going. As far as <clears throat> you suckers like dreamed of this, <clears throat> excuse me, sorry, Ugh. Um, just going that far of just like, this was your dream, you scratched and clawed, all I did was show up and we ended up in the same place. That's how much better I am at this. Mm. I didn't even have to try as hard is such a more fitting thing to roll out the gate. Yeah. Um, I mean, as I said last week, like you... I, I figured they were probably going to send Johnny out the door the way they did to because you use, use whatever sympathy and love we have for Johnny to get somebody else over as a heel. I didn't want it to be this guy because I didn't, I, I didn't, I didn't know what he could do with it. 
and I didn't know, and I knew that they were probably going to give him really bad stuff to try and to get him over because they don't know how to do anything better than that. And, and this is what we got. Like, I don't, I mean, I don't know. I, I, I don't, I don't, obviously he's doing something else right now, but I don't, I don't know. Like if they really wanted to like get Tony D'Angelo over as a heel and let him cut his own promo and do his own crowd work and his own attacks on uh, verbal attacks on Wade Barrett and Vic Joseph, how that would be different, you know? Cause I don't know how much leeway they give that guy beyond, you know, beyond his, his basically like his, his ad libs within the the material to like make it seem more Tony Soprano-esque. I don't know. They would probably still have him say the same kind of crap. I don't know if they would, because don't you think they'd be a little intimidated? Don't you think they'd be worried about their own kneecaps? I mean, do you I, think I, there's I, a part of them that don't think this is the character, Alex? Yeah, well, part part of them definitely. There's definitely somebody backstage who thinks that's that's who this guy really is. Um, well, Vince McMahon thinks movie props are really Cleopatra's egg. So who <laughs> who the hell knows what's going on? It's a pencil. It's a pencil, and the most important part is the eraser. Um, that's 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 what Vince McMahon is now. Um, uh, oh no. Ken Shiro says that the MJF comparison is apropos, but it also feels like they're trying to recreate original Hero and Champa without understanding why it worked. Like, yeah, because Hero and Champa attacked Johnny, but that was more like you know you betrayed all of us while you betrayed Johnny, and Johnny was still going to be around. So we had that to like, you know, to do stuff with. Um, I'm I, all I'm saying is I I expected it to be horrific. Yeah, and it was. And it was just oh, all right. <laughs> and the thing is, it's not MJF. MJF walks out and gets genuinely booed because because of because of who he is. This guy is trying very very hard to do something. Um, now now we also got um. You know, he got to he got to say all this bad stuff, and he got to leave and talk about how you know Grayson Waller is whatever because he wants to be known as a celebrity, whatever. So we got a dummy yeah promo from L.A. Knight who showed up in his Miata and is like, uh, "You you tell uh, Grayson Waller I'm coming to look for him if I don't find him first or whatever." Right? We get that. Uh, we get Waller walking around backstage. Everybody like won't talk to him, won't look at him. Uh, Tiffany Stratton. Walks up, like, so he walks up to him so we can't see her face. And she says, my daddy says you're a horrible person. And then she walks off. Uh, I don't understand why we're not allowed to see her face. Like, she's very active on social media as Tiffany Stratton. She's had matches on 205 Live. I don't understand what this gimmick is. You're not allowed to see her face. I don't know. I don't know what this is. Maybe she's going to have a Carmella gimmick where she wears a mask when she first comes out. Maybe she, maybe she wears a Lucha mask to wrestle in. Um, anyway, uh, that would be low key hilarious, it would be. Um, but then he goes into the locker room and 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 like the Miz, he gets kicked out of the locker room, not for eating chicken, but for being an asshole who everybody hates. And Braun Breaker says, You're not allowed to be in my locker room, get the hell out. And all these guys who we've never seen on, on XD before, are all yeah, like, yeah, you're not allowed to be here, Grayson Waller, dude who was in war games. I person who's never been on TV before and banishing you. I thought that was funny. Extra number seven yeah. says, get out of here. <laughs> Something has happened where I'm now obsessed with LA Knight. Mm. I, I love LA Knight. Mm. I think yeah. LA Knight was equally as confused as we were about not getting called up to the main roster mm -hmm. and has now instead of instead of 
like trying trying he's like i'm just gonna do the dummy yeah stuff that i was yeah. doing uh and i live to pop myself and i'm loving it now i am here hook line and sinker yeah. let's go yeah <sighs> yeah I, I i really like that promo and then later in the night we see uh grayson waller getting into m uh to to larry knight's uh, uh miata and tiffany stratton is sitting in the passenger seat so apparently she likes guys who her daddy says are horrible people which i think we probably know that was probably going to happen um but we still can't see her face but it's definitely her uh and then uh and then he he says something to the camera whatever and drives away and then we see that la night is is uh writhing in pain uh, in the parking lot don't go in the parking lot at nxt i'm telling don't. you it's a, it's a bad don't. idea don't do it if you can find a way to like repel from a helicopter directly into the building without ever going into the parking lot i think that's probably the best safest way my god jumping out of an airplane with no parachute in safer, safer than pulling up in your car statistically travel in pairs yeah preferably arrive by bus all together mm -hmm. get on tony d'angelo's good side mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. maybe he can help you out a little bit the yeah. nxt parking lot a dangerous place to be yeah um so uh kenshiro says uh wait wasn't this whole motivation to get attention why was he so okay with everyone backstage in the locker room ignoring him because those people don't matter ken the people that matter are the people on social media that's who matters that's who he wants to get a rise out of and become a bigger star with because he doesn't give a shit about wrestlers. That's the, that's the, that's the thing that they're trying to get over. I don't know that it works. I don't know if anybody it's up to you, whether or not you believe it, but that's the, that's the idea they're trying to get across. He doesn't give a shit about anybody he works with. You know, what is difficult about this whole thing is, um, <laughs> one of other, many things other than everything. Yeah. But it's like, He's what you do in the ring is you wrestle. Yeah. So like even if your motivation is to be a star or whatever, like right. you still have to you have to wrestle in, in the wrestling ring. With well, right now he doesn't. Right now all he's doing is beating up our our favorites. Out, right, but like the if the ring. if the path to stardom is through championships of some sort. But he seems to think that's not the case. Well, you know right, what I mean? Well, like, then... not, like, like, that's the point. Like, right now, he is not doing any of those things. He's trying to to become, uh, for lack of a better term, notorious, to 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 become this the infamous as opposed to famous. Like, so why we, wouldn't we... you just go on Dancing with the Stars? Why would you beat up Johnny? Gunn? What? Why? 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 Why does Tony D'Angelo think that NXT is the path to extra wealth beyond just you know? inheriting his all of his uncle's uh uh you know construction business legitimately uh why does tiffany stratton think that the path to, to extra money uh bond her around her daddy's credit card is to go at nxt i don't know apparently in canon in nxt this is this is how you make all the money as opposed to in in real life which is you paid like 40 grand a year yeah and you know what LA Knight's driving off. I think it's a Corvette and not a Miata. But either way, he's driving a pretty nice car. <laughs> I hope it's a Miata. That would be amazing. <laughs> yeah. But I guess, you know, maybe NXT pays pays better in kayfabe than it, than it does in real life. Because that's yeah. a, that's an expensive car. Yeah. Um, yeah. 
think yeah. What you mean, I think what you mean is yeah. 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 Uh, dummy. Salary. Mark, Mark Losper, uh says, I'm glad you said Miz is there for his charisma. He's definitely not there for his frog splash. Uh, good. That's, that's a good one. Um, <laughs> I like that. Uh, Mark also says that I'm grading on a curve with this. I absolutely am. Like, I, not everything can be horrible on this show. We're all we're all going to jump off a bridge by Valentine's Day. Like, well, like, and it is developmental. We have to. Yeah, we have to. That's be the thing about this. About we have to be 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 okay with it. Like, I mean, we're going to get to a, a to a to a, a, a segment here pretty quick. But like, Lash Legend was on two hundred five live, and I wanted to see if like she can go at all. Um, she was on. She had her debut match in 205 Live. If 205 Live like made use of the full hour, and all these people who can't work yet and aren't ready for TV yet were only wrestling on 205 Live, that could be your developmental thing, where people who aren't ready to do stuff yet can do their stuff on 205 Live in front of a much smaller audience, like in front of the same size live audience. But it won't like on network TV. They don't. They won't like crap the bed. So I feel like you could utilize 205 Live more in that way um, and, and and allow for developmental to be developmental. Um, the batted to one Jam Beards has been saying this since day one. Waller is the third Paul brother and just as unlikable as the other two. Yeah, I mean, that's that's basically his his shtick. He's, he's intentionally being unlikable right now, which, of course, is going to give him more followers, he believes. Um, we had, a, they had the MSK and Matt Riddle segment. So I suggested last week that they need to show what's in the in the bag. So the other so otherwise we're gonna assume it's drugs. Of course. And so they they said, All right, we'll show you what's in the bag. Before I could say, no, 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 not like that, not like that. Um, they there was a baseball bat and uh scissors and and a couple of loose batteries to charge their phones, they said. Um, and, and a traffic cone. And a lot of other stuff, a, a WWE microphone that wasn't referred to during the thing, but was on the table after they emptied the bag. It's one of those things like, oh, it's like one of those deals where like the, it like, was it like Willy Wonka or something where like he reaches into his hat and it's like all the way at the bottom. Oh no, it's Mary Poppins inside her like little bag and the, or, where she reaches in and pulls out like a full lamp, like a floor lamp out of there and stuff. Like it's a, it's a gag from 1960 that they decided to use in this, in this thing. It, it, like uh, none of the things were specifically funny. They were just things like stuff that props they found around the area they are shooting it at, as opposed to like being actual specific things. The most confusing part to me is why was Matt Riddle absolutely bowled over by what was in the bag? He was like, whoa. And it the was just baseball like bat. some stuff. Was that supposed to be the swerve? Um, this whole journey with MSK has been the, here, like just payoff disappointing. Payoff disappointing. This is the end of this is the end of their journey. I think that was kind of clear from the end of this thing because Matt Riddle pulls out his own scooter, which is a thing he doesn't even really use on. Does he even use a scooter anymore? I don't on really Raw, anymore. like he t- doesn't really like. I, maybe he does, but like I've kind of like tuned it out because it's not a big plot point. Like it used to be a, a big plot. It was like point. a thing. Like, yeah. 
Omos, like this is months ago, Omos broke his scooter. So the next week he went out and bought a new scooter. Like it was a whole thing about the scooter. I feel like the scooter really isn't important anymore. But he pulls out his own scooter and then each of them in turn reach into the bag and pull out their own scooter. The scooter is the most important thing. Scooter. So I don't understand, like, if the whole thing is now MSK are going to ride to the ring on scooters, was that what we got out of all of this? Is this them not wrestling for six weeks? And now the next time they do wrestle, they'll be riding scooters? Was that the whole thing that we got out of this? Yeah. Okay, good. <laughs> um they took a journey to a shaman instead of Toys R Us um, to get scooters. I just, is Matt Riddle now working NXT with no, regularity? No, this, was, this, this these, is it. This I is this, it. I think this is it. This oh, yeah, is yeah. They, 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 pulled out, they pulled out Cena's U.S. title belt. Oh, I actually, I was, I, honestly, I popped for that a little bit. That made me laugh. That was funny. Yeah. At least I mean, it was it's, something. It's, it's as ridiculous as anything else they pulled out of there. But I will say this is the fourth time in two weeks that they. What are the took other three times? Because I don't remember any of the other three times. I don't know. I'd have to go back and, and watch <laughs> last week's video. Something with toxic attraction. I forget what it was, but there was yeah. definitely something with toxic attraction. But there were definitely four times in the past two weeks where I was uh, like, that, "Alex said that." <laughs> yeah. Wow. But we got we like got that. we got a lashing out with lash legend segment, and again I went back and I watched her two hundred five live match. Um, she's very big. She's strong. She's athletic as hell. Um, she's trying too much to get the character over during the match. But then again, like this is her first match. Sure. So like, I don't know how many matches she's had, like in the performance center, just like working, but she beat Amari Miller. Uh, I liked her, her. She had a very odd finishing sequence where she like basically wrapped it was like a it was like a, a torture rack, but instead of like on her shoulders, it was like wrapped around her own back, like kind of bending Amari Miller around her own back. And then she went over to the ropes and she kind of like bounced her head between the top and, and middle rope. And then she just smashed her on her face. And that was that was her finishing move, it was like a whole sequence of things that she did, which I haven't seen anybody like do the whole my finisher is these six things in a row. I haven't seen that in a while. Um, like okay, you know. So we'll see when they actually have her doing anything on the on the main show, but uh, but this is what two hundred five live could be. Uh, developmental used to be this, like, like she wouldn't have done this on TV. She would have had her right. first seven or eight matches on the house show loop in Largo. You know what I mean? Like she, like that. That's where she would have done things, but they don't do that now, obviously, and with good cause. Um, so that's what she. Like, we're building to that. I assume like she is athletic. She's very strong. That might be put into something. Right now, I think her talk show segment is abysmal, and I don't enjoy watching it. Uh, I don't. I don't believe anybody's actually laughing at the jokes they've written for her. Uh, and again, uh, Kushida is in jacket time. That's all I will say about that for this thing. Just but release him. Just release him and wave him so that he can go to Wrestle Kingdom and let it go. Like, you're not going to bring him to the main roster. What are you doing? Let him go. Let him go. Yeah. He can um, go back to Japan now. The borders are more open. Let him go. Like, yeah. it's just, you can either, like, they're just going to insult him, right? So, stop. Just knock yeah. it off. 
Um, Jacket Time had a had a match. Style Strong. Come on. Style Strong. Yeah. Yeah, get I mean, it? Do you get it though? Because it's like strong style. Strong style. Like, I don't but it's know. If strong. If, do you get it? Yeah. It's like flipped. Um. Uh. Yeah. Um. We get. Um. This we, is Kushida, we, man. We we got we got a jacket time versus GYV match, where the where the Creed Bros. Um. Were were uh ended up coming out and distracting GYV long enough so they could lose to like. James Drake got pinned by the jacket guy, by by Ikamanjiro, not by not by Kushida. Kushida took the, the the majority of the heat in in the match. Like the hot tag was made by Ikamanjiro. Like I, I don't know what any of this is an aid of. Like I'm looking at I'm looking at like truly young vets are so friggin' good. Like and they're not allowed to to be that. And it's just it's I don't I don't know. I don't. I don't know. Yeah, I I mean, this was this. This happened. This happened. The the rough thing about this is that you have three very different tag teams, two of whom are very skilled, one of who is very skilled and on the rise in this picture, right? So, like hypothetically, there should be something that you can work out that makes a lot of sense here. But this was not it. Mark Losper says, if you're Kushida, what stops you from just acting up horribly until they fire you or refusing to <laughs> do this act? I mean, integrity. Like, like, like Kushida is an old school, like really, really nice guy who's not going to do this kind of stuff. And, and like, I, I respect him for having that kind of integrity about it and just do like, but like I, this, this is something I would say about a lot of people all over all three rosters. Just, just, you know, do something so crazy they have to fire you. I mean, you know, take your 90 days and, and, and go. Or if they have to fire you so hard, then you can, like, you know, prove that it was all an act and get hired immediately somewhere else. I don't know. I don't know. Um, we get There up- is, I will say, the this is, this, this ain't it, but there is, it seems like very commonly with Japanese wrestlers, part of why they like to work in America is to stretch what they can do character-wise. Like, sincerely, when people come over from New Japan and NOAA and stuff, like, one thing that they like to be able to work in in American promotions is a completely different style. If you hear American talent talk about their time in Japan, they talk about how different the sense of humor is, how different people react to spots. I remember Janela saying that, like, I didn't work over there as when I went over there versus like how I ended up. I figured it out, but like, it's a completely different thing. So sincerely Japanese uh, talent like to be able to, to stretch their, their legs in that way. This ain't the character, but it is, it is something like it's, it's not something that they, that is commonly done like in new Japan. Yeah. So Um. that's, that's a very desperate. And Mark responds, I think I get that he's nice, but this is some of the worst stereotype BS across the whole company. Yeah. They get the ground that covers. I mean, it's the worst stereotype <laughs> BS, I think, for particularly for Ikemanjiro because they're 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 making him cut these promos specifically to make people laugh at his accent, and and that's 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 bad. Um, I I think that that. I think that a lot of it is it's it's just really bad, stupid l- lower l- lowest common denominator comedy. Like, like not only is Kushida in this in this tag team called Jacket Time, Jack It Time, but 
also in canon, his tag team partner takes giant diarrhea poops. Like that's like a, that's an in canon thing. That's part of his character. Like associating Kushida with that, I don't I don't think is is the best way of, of doing business. I guess is what I would say. Um, no, and one of the frustrating things to me about this um, is that. I feel like when Kofi Mania happened, there was a huge wave of awareness about how incredibly messed up it was to make a man from Africa pretend he was from Jamaica. And while that was like, I think between when Kofi Mania happened and that happened, there was a lot of growth and awareness in that time. But that resurgence because of his feud with Orton, um, like, that was on people's minds again and what I felt like was a really important way. This is not like that different. It's not making someone be from somewhere else, but it is making someone be an absolutely cartoonish stereotypical version of themselves based on the color of their skin. So like, well, it's not yeah. quite the same level. No. It's equally as insulting. James Bauer yeah. says, can you imagine if Nakamura was in this NXT? Listen, like look what he's doing on SmackDown. Like it's not like it's that much better. I mean, it's it's terrible. Like, it doesn't matter where they, you would put Nakamura. Like, the, the best thing they've got for him is you're allowed to be Intercontinental Champion. You will never have matches defending it. And you're only here to get over your valet who is a clown who plays guitar. I mean, that's, that's about as good. And, yeah, I, I must have missed this, but uh, Graham B says that Bar Barrett was too excited about jacket off time. I didn't realize that was a thing that they said in the thing. I, I, I must have missed it. You know, I said this on Friday too with Nakamura. I don't think Boogs needs Nakamura either. Like, yeah. I don't think that works for either of them. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. No, it's yeah, it's true. Um, and I see this in the chat. It's true that that uh, astoundingly, uh, they did they did not make Kofi play like he was from jamaica like he used that gimmick on the indies that was a thing that he used to get over elsewhere so that was his that, like again that is fair because it is his idea doesn't mean it's a good idea see nikki ash you know what i mean like i'm just sure I, and you know. there's there's ideas that work on the indies that yeah. you don't put on television no it's and true. and to that wide of an audience i do understand that though like that is that is an important distinction that i should have made but like Right. There's yeah. There's there's things you do on the indies that you definitely don't no. do on television. <laughs> yeah. Malcolm Bivens cut a promo backstage. Malcolm Bivens is fantastic. Uh, oh. uh, cut a promo about you know Braun Breaker and how Roddy Strong is going to beat him. Uh, and then uh, and then Ivy Nile has a match uh versus uh Amari Miller, um and uh Ivy Nile uh beats her. Uh, it took too long. Amari Miller should have been a, a human sacrifice for Ivy Nile. <laughs> I mean, Amari Miller lasted, I think, five minutes against uh, Last Legend in Last Legend's first match. Ivy Nile should have just walked in there, slammed her on her face, picked her up, put her in that weird headlock thing, and been done with oh, it. So like, cool. um, that weird headlock thing is so cool. I don't know what we're protecting our uh, Amari Miller for, for sure, for her to get offense on Ivy Nile. Ivy Nile should be like, really protected and just smashing people just destroying people until until you put her in the ring with somebody who's who's got a storyline behind it like 
like like Ivy Nile should be smashing people until she like faces Cora Jade or something. Like that kind of thing. So a few things. One, I really like Diamond Mine. I think they need to go on a field trip. It seems like they're just always training back there and doing matches yep. and they don't ever stop. And they also seem to not have any like a lot of lights back there. I'm worried about the electric bill, considering how much money everybody's making at NXT these days. Yeah. But I did also say that I'm a West Wing mark and I liked the walking walk and talk promos. Mm -hmm. On West Wing, they were also always working in the dark for some yeah. reason. Toby Ziggler was writing his speeches yeah. with no lights on. Maybe they're West Wing marks like I am. They could afford to be a little bit more like Aaron Sorkin. But um, the match being too long. That was initially my thought too, and it still holds that way. I think it should have been more in like the squash arena. But I will say, as someone who is constantly complaining that the women's matches are too short, <laughs> I can't have my cake and eat it too. This to build her properly should have been a squash, but I get that. And also, I'm wondering if that's a developmental thing too. Like maybe they're trying to sincerely right. get a, a look at her, but like from a wrestling fundamentals perspective, this should have been. More of a squash. I think Ivy Nile rules, and I also will forever pop at heels doing push-ups in the middle of the match. It just makes me happy. Yes. <laughs> uh, if you're trying to get a good look at Amari Miller, you have a performance center. So have her and Valentina Feroz or whoever work out a 12 to 15 minute match and have them show it to you back there. That's what you have a performance center for. Um, like until they can do that in front of nobody then they shouldn't be doing anything in front of people on live television. But That's, she looked okay in this. She looked fine. She looked fine, but like like she could she can afford to like they if you go back and watch the NXT like uh, like the glory days of NXT, you would be surprised at the people you saw who would come in and get squashed in 15 seconds and then and then you wouldn't see them for a while. The next time you saw them, they'd have a character and a package and like and vignettes and everything. And all of a sudden, oh, now we're supposed to take this person seriously. I understand that because this is developmental. Like we could be doing that with with um Ivy Nile should be the the if she can be the pit bull, have her tear people's throats out until you, she comes up against real, real like that should like that should be her story right now. She should be not being given any competition by anybody until you put her in the ring with somebody who can really give that to her. That makes sense. Whatever. Yeah. Um, so uh, we got a backstage promo. <sighs> who was Zion Quinn was interviewed backstage about San Jose Escobar and uh, Electra Lopez. And says, I see a little game Electra. Now I know the rules. Now I know what's happening when you come with me next. And then she's, and then, She's about to send it back to the desk, and Robert Stone is like, you see me standing here. I will not be ignored. I am going to throw my phone onto the floor. Actually, I'm throwing it onto a pillow. Like, it was very obvious that he was he was gingerly dropping it onto something so he wouldn't break his phone. Um, and he's like, uh, you will not ignore me. You're not allowed to talk. Blah, 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 blah. And then Von Wagner is like, hey, put that microphone over here. <laughs> Von Wagner. This poor, poor sap who was totally, totally not ready for the spot that they put him in months ago. And they they could, they, I don't know where you could do this now. I mean, honestly, what I would do is I'd have him call out Braun Breaker 
Have him ha- have him do whatever you can, like a little a little mini hoss battle. Have Braun break a girl break again, <laughs> and then have him go away for like four months, break so we him. forget about how bad he is at this. And for the love of God, give him something to do that's not just <laughs> generic Healy promos. Like do something with him, like that isn't this. Like give him a mute gimmick so he doesn't ever have to talk. Let him let oh, him be. Oh, Robert Stone's gonna manage him. Okay, I mean Robert Stone wants to do that now. Okay, that's fine. I well, because he wants someone serious. That's what I think this whole thing is leading to. Well, yeah. But here's the thing: if you want somebody to interview you, don't be on your phone like an asshole. Mm-hmm. I hated that, and not like in a fun way, like in a go home way. Like, hey, if you're trying to get someone to interview you, mm-hmm. get off your phone, idiot. Yeah. Um, and. Von Wagner is now like bitch stole my look Brock Lesnar. What was he wearing? Yeah. And it occurred to me while watching this, I was like, oh no, he's 2.0 Jack Swagger. Like before the uh we the people gimmick. Yeah. Like just super generic, but Jack Swagger had like an athletic background. But like just super generic promo guy looked kind of like this. I'm gonna smash. I'm gonna smash these people next week. That's what I'm Van Wagner. Van <laughs> Wagner from the John Vetted the One Jam Beard. Um, Mark Losper <gasps> says he could be in a tag team with Veer, and they could be Veer Wagner. Veer Wagner. Uh, but if that if that happens, at least we we know we won't see him uh, wrestle for the next four months because he'd be true. coming to NXT forever. Uh, Mark Losper says, if Von Wagner is the answer, the question should be thrown into the sea. Um, <laughs> Myron Kidd says that Von, that Von Wagner backstage promo had me howling like a wolf at the moon. Dude was caught looking at the cue cards off screen. He's just not ready for the spot yet. Like I honestly, like I don't like I feel bad that they they, they said, hey kid, you're tall. And you're 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 biggish. We're gonna put you in a fatal four way match on your first night on TV, like for the title, and then that creates expectations. So let's let's put you in this weird partnership with Kyle O'Reilly for no reason. Then that's gonna fall apart because Kyle's gonna go and be somewhere, do something good with his life, and and you're gonna turn heel on him like badly. Like it's not <sighs> okay, but he's been there for five years what has he been doing for the five years he's not good at any part of this i don't know not great um mark losper says uh that when when vic joseph says next week we're gonna see von wagner in action they should call it von wagner in von waction von waction yeah, waxing along with whack it time, time. whack it yeah. time, whack yeah. it time, perfect. Whack it time, yeah. Speaking That's... of whack it time, Alex, <laughs> we're about an hour into the show and we're not al- allowed to go over two hours, but no. some people can't last two hours, Alex. Some people can't come close to lasting two hours, some people can't last two minutes, and that's okay. You just need a little help from our friends at Blue Chew. 
I hear you. Times are rough. We just got out of uh, a, a wild situation, a wild year, and people are saying, you know what, it's a hard knock life. But I disagree. Instead, I believe it's a hard cock life when you use Blue Chew and the code Fightful and you get your first shipment free. Free? All you got to do is pay $5 shipping? Blue Chew is made with the same active ingredients as Viagra and Cialis, so you know they work. They work on your schedule. Full stomach, empty stomach, ready to go, want to get in the mood. Blue Chew has you covered. Instead of treated, we get tricked. Instead of kisses, we get kicked. I don't think so. More like somebody's getting dicked when you use BlueChew.com. No awkward conversations with the doctor. Because, I mean, you know, I'm all about not being awkward. No waiting in line at the pharmacy. It's because they work with their online physicians to get the active ingredient you need, and it ships straight to your door. BlueChew.com and the code Fife will get you your first shipment free. That's how confident they are. Free. Use that promo code Fightful. Hardcock Life. <clears throat> You're getting some some brave reviews here Thank for you. the segue by Mark Losper. A pause. That was beautiful, Kate. I agree. Thank you. <clears throat> um, yeah. Uh, boy. <laughs> that so, was my best work. Yeah, that's good. Thank you. Um, we got we got Harlan's in ring debut. Harlan's in ring debut, and and uh, uh, he um, boy, yep, he's not ready yet. <laughs> um, <laughs> I mean, they 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 carefully structured this match around his character, but he's not ready yet. Like, he did a move. Like, like the guy who was who was uh, uh, facing him, Guru Raj or whatever, um, went in for a collar noble tie up. And then Harlan just took him and slammed him face down to the ground. And then, like, kicked kicked him, knocked him over, and then just rubbed his forearm, like, this part of his forearm across his, across his face and stuff. And then he picked him up, and he, like, got him up in, like, a, a, like a weird, like, uh, atomic drop uh, position, and then just slammed him on his back. That was it. Uh, and the match, that, that was it. Um... I mean, here's the deal. Like, like you you brought him in. He has he didn't he didn't have any experience whatsoever. Uh, he, as far as I know, he didn't grow up in the business like Braun Breaker. So, you know, like, well, he, yeah, not everybody has the proud Breaker family lineage. Right, exactly. So, so I'm fine with him being green right now. Um, but the way it used to be was you got to like work through all of that with them. For a couple of years before you were like, well, now we got to put him on the t- on on the TV, um, and I, I just I, I'm I'm fine with it. I just don't want to. I just I, if if this is what, like a squash match where a guy hits three or four moves and then his finisher is fine. This wasn't even a match. This was like you did you did a move to a guy, after you did some like transitional, healy type stuff, to a dude, and that's it. All right, you know, whatever. <laughs> yeah, he, he, no. won, he won the match, and then and then he was gonna he, he attacked Guru Raj more after the match, and everybody came to all the all the referees showed up out of nowhere. 
to um to to, to you not you're not like I actually saw an official in a suit come out. You can't do that kind of thing was actually the thing that he shouted at, at Harlan, which is great scripting. And then we we go to a break and we come back and I don't know where they're escorting him to, but like you're you have to leave. We're gonna we're gonna make you leave. They were escorting him somewhere, and there was a camera at the bottom of a very narrow flight of stairs. And if, I don't know where this place is. I've never seen anybody else go here as, as part of this ever. So then he's up there, and I was like, is that Brian Kendrick? And I was like, that was Brian Kendrick, because he got involved in, in, in Harlan's face, and Harlan just picked him and yeeted him down the stairs. The yeeted Brian Kendrick. <laughs> the yeeted the Brian da- Kendrick down the flight of stairs. <laughs> and then Brian Kent the Brian Kendrick went into the seizure at the bottom of the stairs. And like we'll it, was, it was it was very, very very local the medical, local medical <laughs> no, there's only one. The not a local medical facility. Um the local medical facility. Um and uh Spanky got spanked, man. He got straight up <laughs> murdered. Like they did, a, they did like a whole, uh, uh, like um, a, 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 a medical update later in the night where they gave updates on everybody who got hurt. Dude, and 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 they were like, uh, he's got a cervical fracture, which means that in canon, Harlan broke Brian Kendrick's neck, which is like, I'm I'm honestly very interested in what they do with Brian Kendrick when he's healthy, because this is a guy who was wrestling like not that long ago. He's an actual like coach at the performance center. So like they could do in ring stuff with him and that guy can, can talk. That guy could be an actual character. Like you could do something with him wanting to get revenge on Harlan kind of a thing. You could do something there. There's something to be done there. It was very interesting that they said, we are picking this guy to do it too, not just a random security guy who happens to also be a performance center recruit. Like they said, we're going to do it with, with Brian Kendrick. Noticeably Brian Kendrick, refer to him as Brian Kendrick, like that kind of thing. Like, So I'm hoping that it's, it's just it's like some random act of violence, but is the beginning of some kind of storyline. I have several questions. One, where's Dr. Io Shirai? She can reset people's shoulders. Yeah. Why isn't she out here diagnosing True. the cervical fracture True. of yep. Brian Kendrick? Mm-hmm. Second of all, is yeah, is Brian Kendrick was he just there to take an insane bump? Because I could also see that being the case. Mm-hmm. Uh, and third of all, my best friend Phil, I think, was right about the medical negligence that goes on at NXT. That mm-hmm. injury rundown was insane. Yeah. Um, Harlan did not look good. He looked greener than Kermit. It's not easy being green, but here we are. Uh, not great. Should have just been a one power slam thing, but my bigger concern is if the play here is that Joe Gacy is going to control him, he needs to be able to, it's very important that he's able to execute the things that Joe Gacy's controlling with because the creative part is not even in his in in his control right so um he needs to be able to go execute some moves if they're going to continue this way i kind of miss when wrestlers had ring gear nobody in nxt has ring gear anymore this kind of works for his character because he was like just in prison and is kind of lenny from of mice and men 
Um, but yeah, I, I think this is a lot of, well, sink or swim. If you sink, you're getting released. I think that we're going to see a lot of that with NXT and this might be one of those cases. I don't think people are going to have that long of leashes. He's either going to pick up on it or he's not. Well, I mean, I, I, they obviously have plans for these types, the guys who come from nowhere, who aren't indie types. This guy's young. He's big. He's intimidating looking. They're going to give this guy a lot more rope than they will other people that, that aren't Vince's type. Um, I gotta so, be honest. It's adorable that you said, obviously they have a plan for, cause no, just no, like dot, 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 anything like after like that, they have, they not, not, not a specific plan. <laughs> I should have said plans. Like this sure. is the type of guy that like they could see being a, 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 a an actual important player on the main roster in a few years, hopefully a few years and not a few months. Um, because he's Vince's version of Blue Chew, sure. So there's a longer leash for him. That makes sense, right? That's that's that is that is what I got from this. But yes, agreed. Um, if Joe Gacy can control Harland, then I think Joe Gacy needs to be uh, also charged with assault, because this is this is this is this is, this is like this is not a good thing you should do no. with with your guy. If you can control him, control him. Anyway, I did um, like him just in the background being like, mm-hmm. yeah, this yeah, maniacal look. And yeah. the promo that they gave, just that little thing of you get to go be yourself now, I mm-hmm. thought was really, really good. He's great at this like creepy, weird thing now that they've focused. Yeah, I, I guess I kind of just want I want this to like it doesn't have to be overnight, but I, I would want this to be a, a faction as opposed to a, a guy with like a pet. Like yeah. I would, I would like them to there to be other people who could join this thing. Um, yeah. Mark Losper says Vince sees a blue chew pill. Meanwhile, everyone sees a slightly more competent nails. What are you talking about? More competent? Um, uh, uh, <laughs> I mean, I know nails had a, had a, had issues, but um, I, I don't know, man. Like uh, he, he's 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 very 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 early in his career, and. And I, I, I feel like I have to say that because you would assume that if somebody is that early in their career, they're not in a, in a, in, a, in an important spot on a live major cable show. This isn't like, forgive me, this isn't impact. Like it's not on a network that you own where like 14 people watch it. Like I know we talk about how they have terrible ratings, but it's like, a primetime show on a major, major basic cable news network, on uh, that news network, basic cable network. It's a, it's a weird thing to be like, Hey, just go out here and figure it out, kid. Whatever. Um, we got a, a Cora Jade interview. She seems to think she's, she's, uh, she's got, you know, all everything figured out. And then uh, Dakota Kai comes up like, Oh, you, you and Raquel are going to be friends out that you just wait is what she's going to do. She's going to she's going to lull you into false insecurity and then she's going to forget all about you. It's like and then and then Cordae said, "Yeah, okay, whatever, mom." And she <laughs> leaves and Dakota Kai says, "Wait, I'm pregnant? I'm not ready yet." Like she said something weirdly crazy like that. And then she left as well. Um and Cora Kate versus Dakota Kai is fine. Dakota Kai is working on the injured shoulder, which is what you should do. Um uh 
Mandy Rose is on commentary throughout. That's not fine. It's much less than fine. It's terrible. Um, as a as as a rule, just like if somebody's not really really good at that, don't have them on commentary. Like, don't put them in that situation, especially if you're gonna like keep peppering them with bad questions and them trying to like figure out what the answers they're supposed to say are. Like, it's just it was it was not not good. She was not good on commentary. And again, that's not her fault. She's not supposed to be. That's not what she does. Don't put her in that in that position. But uh, Cora Jade won with a roll up. Um, uh, something then, new and different. Something which new is and different. Great. And then uh, Dakota Dakota Kai was going to use the shovel on on Cora Jade. Uh, and then Raquel showed up and ran Dakota off. Um, and then all of Toxic Attraction showed up. And they beat up poor Cora Jade. Um, and they further injured her her shoulder during Vic Joseph's now nightly uh, injury update. Uh, she had a, a subfuscation or whatever of her shoulder. She's day to day. Um, I, I really feel like Cora Jade should use the shoulder like DDP did with the ribs in 1998 or whatever. Like just for like nine straight months. She should she should have an in canon shoulder injury that never gets any better because she stop she won't stop wrestling, and then she has to develop an entire yoga program. That's just the rules. Yeah. Um. Okay. Here's what I didn't like about the promo. She goes, "I'm finally cleared." Yeah. And I was like, ten days ago, you had a dislocated shoulder that got reset by a wrestler. So finally cleared makes no sense um also dakota is hilarious so that was fine i just and then she's day to day again so she re-injured the shoulder which god bless dakota kai for being able to properly tell a story and immediately go after the shoulder as soon as the bell rings and continue to work the shoulder but my thought was why do you just maybe not have this match have Cora Jade continue to be injured? Maybe she, at the, at, against everybody's advisement, scrappy little Cora Jade interferes with a match with Mandy Rose or someone in Toxic Attraction, and then you can have your favorite thing in the world, which is pitting your champions on television. But it makes sense because mm. you're building a feud, and then you know you have Mandy put someone else over or whatever, like. I just don't understand why you have someone get cleared to then be re-injured when the babyface story of I won't back down even though I'm injured is sitting right in front of you and you love to pin champions so you could just do that in a really protected way anyway. It's it's so sitting right there. Um, I think if they were smart, they would have her little skateboard also have a little sling. I think her skateboard should have like a tiny little baby sling. We we, we found out today that Avril Lavigne is planning a a, a movie adaptation of Skater Boy. Um, That's going to be such a, a boring movie and be real short. Like there's not a lot that happens in that song, Alex. Well, like I, I feel like Act One um, is 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 just establishing him as a skater boy. And act two is when she says, see you later, boy. And then act three, they somehow come together. They somehow become. Act two is when she says, see you later, boy. Yeah. I love it. 
Yeah. Um, Guys, very early in my Fightful career, Jeremy Lambert gave me the advice to pop yourself. Yes. I'm going to do that with Avril Levine jokes on this <laughs> podcast, and I'm yeah. going to do that anytime the Brian Kendrick does anything yeah. Yeah. it's gonna be the so i'm just warning you that that was great advice yeah and that's what i love to do yeah <laughs> yes yeah that's good um we uh we, we got a toy d'angelo match this was set up last week versus andre andre, andre chase who is a, a a more reviled heel than tony d'angelo and i thought are they gonna like turn tony d like weird tweener things since he's over like is that what we're gonna do? Um, no, no. I mean, he 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 beat Andre Chase. Um, uh, I, I, you know, that's good. You know, he's... I could be Andre Chase. Yes, you you could. Um, what credibility does the, I don't get being the professor of something and sucking at it? It makes <sighs> no sense. Yeah, he's he's uh he's he's modern day Dean Douglas. Um, but he's worse. Um, yeah, I didn't like Dean Douglas either. Yeah, no. <laughs> um, but Tony, Tony, Tony D. Um, got got a victory. Um, with his Only with his like matters. rolling fisherman suplex deal. That's really um, cool. It is a cool thing. Mm-hmm. I, I don't think he needs to do a Northern Lights into it because that becomes no. like like you just just do it. Um, like it should it should be one of those th- deals. Like, and I, I one of the things I did love I, that I that. It was kind of specific to the match, which is why I loved it. But also, it made me wish that he would wrestle more guys who wear sweaters while wrestling. But like pulling the sweater down over Andre Chase's so head and like get, getting a, full, a few good uppercuts into the ribs, like it, like it felt like it was him having a brawl on a street corner when he was 15 years old. The character, I mean, like, like that, like it felt like how would a mafia guy fight? Like he'd find every any kind of way to like he'd kick you in the kneecap and then like he'd make sure he's wearing rings like whatever that kind of th- like how would that guy do it and I I appreciate that they had like that he would do that and it feels like because because the only constant in all of his segments is Tony D'Angelo I feel like they either either have a guy who is specifically working with him and coming up with great ideas backstage for him to do, and then he's flawlessly executing them. Or this is all coming out of his brain. Like, he's like, I know how to play this character, and doing it. Because everything he's done has been, like, like perfectly true to the character, and he's played it perfectly. Like, I wonder if it was his idea, like, well, you wear a sweater, I'm going to pull it down over your head like a hockey jersey and beat the hell out of you, and under his, like, yeah, it's a great spot, let's do it. Like, I don't, I, it, feels, it feels like that to me. Um, I think that... Yes. So to your point about it feeling like this is how this guy would fight, I loved it. I had in my notes that it feels like he forgot he was wrestling. Like he forgot he was in a wrestling ring, that this is just like how he lived his life. And then he's like, oh, right, I'm wrestling. But this did feel like a Tony D'Angelo moment in time, like didn't feel like a wrestling match so much as like, this is how you fight people at the docks, you know? Kind of cool. Um, so I really, really like that. I. It it feels way more organic than anything else that's going on on the show. And I said this before, like, he's the most cartoonish character and he's the one that feels the most rooted or, like, started as the most cartoonish character. And it's like they went the other way. It's like they had this really far out idea and pulled it in and everybody else, like, drew cuts and felt, like, organic and, like, someone you've actually met and they pushed it way out. So 
I continue to love Tony D. I like him using the fisherman suplex. I don't think he needs the Northern Lights into it either because, I don't know, it's like when Eddie Kingston uses it. Like, it just feels more brawly without the Northern Lights suplex yeah. part of it. Yeah. Um, but I, yeah, I, I, I'm very sincerely into Tony D'Angelo. I think he dethrones Roman. I think that he tells the bloodline something else about a bloodline. <laughs> and then he dethrones Roman. It's the only possible path. Yeah. Um, we have a super chat that I just want to call out because it's a happy birthday super chat. Can we get a happy birthday for the Coog 97? Also, I wear that hat when I teach kindergarten, Alex. Nice choice. Of course. Happy Not birthday, a... the Coog 97. Happy I birthday saw... to the Coog 97. I um... saw the chat lighting up, and that's very nice of someone else to buy someone else another a happy birthday yes super chat we're a community here we are we have uh, family. absolutely um tony d needs to be the cousin to nunzio no nunzio needs to be the cousin to tony d that's what, I'm, that's what i'll that's what i'll say now tony d brought out his trophy from war games which was from war games thank you a battle frolic <laughs> and, and and um <laughs> and uh, combat activities and and he brought out the, the which is a, just a mouth guard <laughs> that he pulled out of, of Pete Dunn's mouth during it, and he and he cased it uh, in in pla cheap plastic. It looked like lucite, but it's not lucite; it's, it's cheap plastic. Um, and it's it's a it's a it's his you know trophy. And he gets on the on the mic and he says, "I just beat that stunad Andre Chase, sent him back to his university." But really, why are you talking about pity poppins? And uh, he, is, he's, he is a fantastic uh, little promo here, calling out Pete Dunn. Um, I, I he, he says something to do. Ever since I've been in NXT, I have backed up everything I've said, which is true. He's undefeated. That's that's important. Um, and and he and he basically, you know, he talks about uh, Pete Dunn, and and Pete Dunn comes out. Um, he's like, you talk a lot. I'm gonna get in the ring, and I'm gonna break your fingers. And then he does. Um, but but first, they're actually, I love it. He gets in the ring, he's gonna fight. He's like, and Tony's like, hey, hey, listen, I got lots of things I gotta do. I'm gonna fight with you right now. Listen, you wanna come back next week? We can talk. Maybe, maybe you and me could have a fight next week. Maybe you and me tussle next week. But right now, I gotta go see a guy about a thing that a guy does. And then he walks over and is about to get out of the ring and turns around and takes a cheap shot uh at, at Pete. And Pete is because he's 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 Pete, breaks his fingers. Uh, and then and then Tony D'Angelo retreats to the floor, and then Pete Dunn smashes the little the little thing, the plastic thing with the with a with a mouth guard in it. He picks up the mouth guard and puts it in his mouth. And I was like, I hope that was sterilized before he before he put it in the plastic. Please, please tell me that was sterilized. It, it, this economy, just putting a random mouth guard in your mouth. What are we doing, Pete? Pete, Pete. <laughs> The Brits not known for dental care. Yeah. Um, maybe he was just like, "What is this? We don't have these in the UK." Yeah. Uh, this I will put over as a more sound use of a weird prop to advance a feud. This yeah. is better than Drew's sword. This yeah. is better than Riddle's scooter. This yep. is better than the motorcycle. Mm -hmm. Uh, this actually had some meaning. And I don't know. I just think it's. I think it's real fun. Yeah. Alex, I have a question. What's that? Let's just think about the fisherman suplex. Mm -hmm. If you were a suplex, what kind of suplex would you be? 
<laughs> I think I would be a snapdragon. I want to uh, create a BuzzFeed article around this. You know those BuzzFeed quizzes that are mm-hmm. like, what type of pizza are you? I want to take everybody in the chat. Tell me what kind of suplex you are. Tazplex. Oh, yeah, you are. Tazplex. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Someone said sourplex. <laughs> this, the sourplex would be great. I don't know exactly how that would work, but it, it'd be good. A sourplex. Sourplex city, baby. Um, oh, but your finisher would be a sour bomb. Yeah, that would be good. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we got a Boa versus Idris Enofe in- 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 uh, match because this has started last week. Boa comes out, he's wearing the face paint. Uh, like, it's so funny. They had this this whole thing that they built up Tian Sha to like get over Xia Li and also kind of Boa. Um, by having Mei Ying there, who's a dragon lady who, who who breathes metal in your lungs, and 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 that's that's all gone except for Boa now wears the face paint because because Zia Lee's on the main roster and she's a good guy now. She's the goodest guy. She's the protector with lightning with light what with lightning fists with bad CGI lightning fists from 1992. Which, because and, I said we're bad, people said that I was anti-WWE, by the way. I just want to throw that out there. I was like, I said that the graphics look like they were 19, from 1992, and they do. But you're right. It's true. Not being a homer for yeah. anybody. No. They look bad. Yeah. <laughs> um, we, we, um, we, um, we, we, we also saw, uh, Wendy Chu was in the audience for, um, for Last Legend, for some reason, I don't. I, I still don't know what her gimmick is, other than that she likes to sleep. Is she a narcoleptic? I'm not really sure what the whole thing is with her. Um, Boa beats Idris and Ofei. It was this was the thing that happened. Uh, I like that Boa like doesn't win with the Tongan death trip. Like he disables them down to their knees, and then he and he hits a like a back spinning heel kick, which I thought was fine. All right, there you go. That's fine. Um, Raquel calls out that Raquel and, and Dakota are, are, are seen fighting in the parking lot. And there is, uh, among other things, multiple kendo sticks, a couple of chairs and a fire extinguisher littered throughout the parking lot. And I just want to know, are those things that are normally in the parking lot? Honestly, that parking lot, they might be. You're right. This um, is a no holds barred parking lot. Yeah. Yeah. Then we get, um, we get. Raquel uh backs in, in the locker room after they separate them in a separate segment, uh saying that you know I'm done with this, we need to end this finally. So next week it's you and me in a street fight. And I think the loser of that moves up. I don't know that they have anything for either of them. They have something they more than likely have something for Raquel if she goes up. Yeah. But but they don't have anything for Dakota Kai because she was ready to go up before and they didn't. So I, I I yeah I don't know I don't know that that's yeah yeah Boa someone in the chat mentioned this and it's in my notes so I'll bring it up too that kind of looks like a black mask situation well I mean it's, it, that's what a backspinning <laughs> heel kick is so yeah, yeah you know um we, it's kind of funny they used it for another like out of worldly character situation right James Nepper says, I have so many questions and concerns each show. Everyone's going to the hospital with multiple injuries. <laughs> but it's main event time! It's also 
not they're not going to a hospital they're going local, to lo- local the medical, local the medical. local medical facility there it is um <laughs> yeah but it's but it's main event time is is just a great way of like getting this person uh, might have a broken neck but it's main event time <laughs> <laughs> Um, the only way it could get better is if they did the Mark Henry rampage gimmick. If they yes. were like, this person no, has a broken time deck. It's time for the main event. But that's uh, enough about injuries. It's time <laughs> for your main an, event. Enough talk about a horrible injury that may leave a man paralyzed. It's time for the main <laughs> event. Um, One thing we didn't get that I really, really wish we had. We did not get um, Vic Joseph saying um strong breaker next oh was upset it's up there that. with strong fish but strong break occur yeah yeah <laughs> uh yeah vic joseph did say hospital so he's definitely gonna get fined oh he's yeah, not, yeah he might get fired him. yeah he's a that's uh, not good next um, thing you know he's gonna be calling them wrestlers braun breaker <laughs> and and roddy strong had a hell of a tv main event they really did. When it went about 10 minutes, um, Roderick Strong got to be super strong. Um, he <laughs> he had a crazy a superplex directly into a, like a, a, a double underhook, like tiger driver type thing. Uh, Mark Losper says, I'm a superplex in that I take too long to set up and I never finish matches in WWE. <laughs> um, I, I thought this was We had great. a Blue Chew ad before, man. Yeah. If you need to. <laughs> Use the cold pipe at checkout. If you take too long to set up, you might need blue chew. Um, And if you have trouble finishing, matches. Um, (laughs) So uh, I, I, I thought this was great. Honestly, I I don't know. They they set up something backstage that that they're moving toward uh, Carmelo versus Roderick Strong, but Roderick Strong just lost. Braun Breaker in a non-title match. So I think they're going to do a unification uh, North American and Cruiserweight thing uh, between Roddy and 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 Mello. Mello was was there with Fetch Williams. Fetch Williams, <laughs> by the way, has a match next week with with uh, with Dex Loomis. Um, we just so call it Fetch now. We're, just, we're, we're all in on Fetch. <laughs> Fetch Williams. That's his name. I, I'm I'm keeping his surname. I'm not going to be disrespectful to the man. No, no, no. Of but course. Fetch Williams. Um, and I, I, th- I thought this was really good, and and Breaker was was selling well, um, and Rod look, got to look strong, no pun intended, and then Breaker had a really good comeback, and then just like, just just dropped Roddy right, just dropped him down, picked him up, did his big his big old like gorilla press front front slam deal, that was it, beat him. Um, First of all. Uh, Intend your puns, you coward. All right? Mm-hmm. Intend them. He looks strong. It's literally his name. Yeah. Uh, the match was great. My only thing is, like, just call him. We got we to gotta start calling him. You can't call it the Frankensteiner and not call him a sire. That would be yeah. like if when Hook debuted, if he was like, survive if I allow you to. Yeah. <laughs> like, you can't do that. No, no, no. Um. Uh, Didn't he change his name on Twitter too to something Steinery? I don't know. He may have. Um, but the match was amazing. I don't like this that your next opponents up are perched looking at you. They did that yeah. with Imperium last week. That's a that thing, is no. weird. Um, it's like a less cool sting. 
but I am all for unifying the titles because I think it's. I just like that. That, that, that arena is legitimately eighteen feet high. I would just love it's to see super like, lit. Just like way up there, like you know, you, you can't like. It's like oh, look, Sting up in the shadows. There are no shadows in that place. There's zero <laughs> yeah. shadows in there. Um, the lighting is insane. Yeah, just like yeah. Yeah, Jeff Hardy's like this isn't even that far. Like no. yeah, it's no. It's, um, yeah. but after the match. We had Champa show up for the first time in in two weeks to beat up uh, Braun Breaker, kind of out of nowhere. Like Breaker hasn't even like been like shit talking him, like like he like he did last week. Yeah, but, like not this say. week. Like his whole thing was with Strong, and he also like 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 said get the hell out of our locker room to the dude who beat up Champa's best buddy Gargano. So it feels like they're definitely leaning into this. Champa is the heel now. And we're supposed to root for Braun Breaker to beat him for the title, which is fine. That's the way they're going to do it. But I wish it wasn't done like so rushed and, and kind of ham handedly. Well, and they didn't have to. They could have just had the War Games team switched with heel on face first, as that, you pointed that's, out. That's, 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 oh, we, can't, we can't dwell on that because we don't was, have time. That was one of the four that they listened to you about. Yeah. Um, oh, right, right, right. Yeah. But yes. They should have just had Champa cut a heel promo before this happened because this felt very jarring. But yeah. break occur. Also, he didn't really bury him last week. He just said he was coming back for the title. Right. In fact, he exactly. was like, I respect the people that came before me. Yeah. So why Champa was like vicious about it makes no sense. I just wish they had had Champa be like, I don't get no respect. Right. Grady Dangerfield beforehand. Sure. Um, also... Where's Samoa Joe? Our wage is dead. Like, let no, him go revive it. If, he's a, if he's apparently he's a talent scout now. Like, he he's the one that went out and and found. Uh, well, he didn't because that guy was signed a long time ago. But uh, he's the one who went out and found Cron, John Cron, 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 Cron. I swear to God, we are gonna get Braun versus Cron, Braun Breaker versus versus Cron, K R O N N, the seven foot lineman from. Uh, from Portland State, who already has bad knees, that dude uh, versus Braun Breaker, it, and it was, will be the headliner for some B pay per view in like 2025. Called Wrestling at Dawn. Yeah. Braun Cron pistols at dawn. I don't know. Um, <laughs> uh, the Battle of One Jam Beard so says so. Everyone is ditching Roddy Strong in NXT and showing up in AEW. Even his wife is now showing up on AEW. Also, speaking of Shafir on Dark, she looked great in that match. How could she f- not fit Diamond Mine? Well, of course she could fit Diamond Mine. That was honestly, that was one of the big reasons that Roddy Strong resigned. That he resigned for a long time so he could work with his wife and then they fired her. Uh, uh, she did look great in that uh, in that thing. She was like, oh, hold on. Um, we, yeah, we, that, 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 that crazy like a uh, pump handle suplex thing she did to statlander in their match on dark was like oh. damn shocky 29 says didn't watch nxt but i echo alex and maria shafir damn hope she gets the is all elite treatment would it be a great slash scary addition um yeah yeah um marco dominguez says maybe i could get behind the frankensteiner braun breaker um, I, I'm never gonna get behind the two Ks. Like, I'm never gonna do that. If they, if they, if honestly, if it was just Braun Breaker with one K, I, I, I'd be all right with it. 
I, honestly, it's I, not. I, it's, I, it's, two. it's 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 two. It's vitally it's two. That's a that's a main 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 part of this. Well, All right, and then don't call it the Frankensteiner. You gotta go one way or the other. That's true. Yeah. Um, here we go. All of our all of our super chats and, and humper chats and stuff. I'm gonna start reading them. Send in no more because I'm never gonna get through all of these in 22 minutes. Uh, do you have Mark, last week's? <laughs> I do. They're they're okay, here. Good. I will good. I will handle them as I get to them. Mark Losper says uh, uh, for our our screenplay of um of uh of Skater Boy the movie. Act one, she was a girl. Act two, he was a boy. Act three, question mark. Uh, I added that last part. Um, um, well, first of all, you, you Tarantino'd it because he was a boy, she was a girl. Right. And quite frankly, I don't know if that's a very good play because can I make it any more obvious? Mm. He was a punk, she did ballet. Not yet. No. What more can I even say? The, just... Nothing, nothing more to say. Um, uh, Marco Dominguez says, slightly tardy to the party, but is Lawrence Aloysius going to be the thing we heavily cheer for now that they're going to sacrifice him to get more heat onto Waller? Knight yeah. The character. Yes, no, he is. He's, he's yeah, too old. dummy. He's too, he's too old. If if they were ever going to do anything with him, he'd already be on the main roster cutting these awesome promos and having great... He, he'd, he'd, be, he'd be a top contender for Damian Priest's US title on Raw immediately. Like, they're not doing anything with that right now. They're having him have random matches versus Robert Roode, who hasn't been who hasn't been like a viable anything singles wise in years. Um, yeah, because you know what they are, yeah. dummies. Yeah, yeah. I love him. I love LA Knight now. Shana uh, Walensky <laughs> says also completely un NXT related. Do you see the tweet the Briscoe sent calling out FTR? I can't wait. Uh, yeah, that's going to be a thing they're going to do, isn't it? I was at Final Battle. For yes, I knew you were. Yep, I knew you were. Just um, let everybody know. Mm -hmm, I know. <laughs> we're all very aware. <laughs> I was there crying, so oh, <laughs> be <God>. jealous. <laughs> Jesus. This is okay. Um, I, I, this is just, 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 this is, you people are, you're, I, I love you all. You people. You're getting very, very demanding with the songs. These yeah, are but that's just, a compliment. You keep knocking a, them out great. of the It's great. It's fantastic. But I'm, I'm going to get fired. Um, <laughs> uh, because again, we're going to go over two hours. Okay, I'll be Paul, quiet. Paul Hensler says, uh, J.W. Pringle, Kate's mom and dad wish you the best during this holiday season. That's very nice of them. My parents are so cute. Um, uh, uh, <laughs> the bad to one jam beard says also because Kate's hair is giving me Cindy Lauper vibes. Can say, can Kate sing girls just want to have fun? Make it quick. Goyles just want to have fun. Yeah. Goyles just want to have fun. <laughs> Goyles. Goyles. I didn't, I didn't, I wasn't prepared for the Goyles. <laughs> Shana Walensky saying, uh, sending my appreciation chat. To CM Punk's bestie Kate and Santa Alex, love you guys. Hashtag Gabagool, and also with you. And also with your spirit, and Phil loves um, you too. <laughs> uh, Aaron uh, says, uh, "Greetings, Team Kalex. Honestly, thank you all for all you do for my mental health during the during the week. Aww. Oh, you're you're very very welcome." Uh, anyways, I, I heard WWE in honor of the season put out their own version of "Do They Know It's Christmas," and I wonder what that would sound like. <laughs> well, now. Now, see now, okay, Aaron, I'm gonna have to think about that. That's not something I can improv out out of out of out of the <laughs> out of the earth here. 
But next um, week is the go home to yeah. Christmas. Yeah, so we'll it's the go. The next week is the go home <laughs> Christmas show. So I'm gonna have to think about do they know it's Christmas, Aaron? But uh, yeah, I'm very very happy we can do anything to help you with your mental health. Uh, it's it's a tough time for a lot of people. Um, okay. All right, Ryan says that uh, you need to sing uh, "Who Let the Dogs Out" as as Marissa Tomei. Okay, well, we're trying to zip through them, so I'll just say, who let the dogs out? Who? Who, who, who? Who let the dogs out? My dog is literally in backup, and I'm like, oh, God, is he going to try and go for a WALK? Who, who, who? He's asleep. <laughs> who let the... Do you know the Will Ferrell, Robert Goulet version? Uh, I've, I've, I've heard it once in my life, yes. Who let those little mutts go? Yeah. <laughs> Uh, uh, okay, so here we go. We, we got we got one more from last week that I am supposed to do. This is uh, this is from uh, uh, Luis did it, <laughs> making me do this. Uh, the dance away lyrics, of course, this is the Red Dragon uh, theme song, uh, which they will be happening when Kyle shows up in in uh, um, in AW anytime now. Um, uh, now, wait, hold on a second. This is, uh, Tony D is going to sing it. Okay, here we go. What I gave, I can't save. I had faith in your promises, things I said, things I felt, and now I'm coping with the guilt. I'll give you a reason to dance away. A soul worth saving a life away. Die with the words she left me. Angels weep from the ceiling. They flood the room you let on a Monday morning. All my shame, a secluded place, and I gave you a reason to dance away. Dance the hell away from me right now. Or you're going to sleep with the fishes, gobble pool. Okay, then, then, um, I got a thing from last week. Jay Blood needed Serge from (laughs) Beverly Hills Cop to talk with Dr. Poha from Ghostbusters 2. And uh, here here we go. Uh, I'm going to throw in a little Tony D to, to, to tie everything together. Hey! Hey, Egghead, come here. I, I got a question for you. Uh, 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 Mr. Mr. Tony D, uh, uh, I, I apologize. Um, uh, Andre Chase is not here. Um, uh, yeah, I know that. I can see. I got eyes. Then why are you came? Uh, hello, my name is Serge. May I be able to help you with this problem you are having? Um, get the fuck out of here. No, I cannot because I live here, you understand. Um, that's bad, but it's it was best I could do. <laughs> this was beautiful. Uh, yeah, it's bad, but it's that's beautiful. Um, okay. Uh, so 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 now we have, uh, <laughs> Graham B says, Alex, your 2021 Vince McMahon is impeccable. What would he sound like singing Twinkle, Twinkle, Little Star to Austin Theory as a bedtime lullaby? <laughs> twinkle, Twinkle, Little Star. Now I wonder what you are. Up above the world's line. Like a egg diamond <laughs> in the sky. Twinkle, Twinkle, Little Star. How I wonder what you are. I'm main uh, roster talent. Applauding you (laughs) organically (laughs) and with authenticity as you arrive in a limo after firing all my friends. Ah, yeah, that's good. (laughs) That's good. 
Um, okay, now I'm so. supposed to do this one. I'm supposed <laughs> to do a classic scene between um, uh, uh, Walter and Tony D doing a Butch Cassidy and the Sundance Kid. <laughs> kid, the next time I say let's go someplace like Bolivia, let's go someplace like Bolivia. Next time, huh? Ready? No. We'll jump. Hey, like hell we will. No, it'll be okay if the water is deep enough and we don't get squished to death. They'll never follow us. Hey, how do you know? Would you make a jump like that if you didn't have to? Hey, I have to. I'm not gonna. But we got to. Otherwise, we're dead. They're going to come. We're going to have to go back down the same way they come. Come on. I just want clear shot. That's all I want. Come on. Uh -uh. We got to. No, get away from me. Why? I want to fight them. They'll kill us. Maybe. You want to die? So you? All right. I'll jump first. No. Then you jump first. No, I said. What's the matter with you? What's the matter with you, you motherfucker? I can't swim. Guys, just for like a behind the scenes for you guys. Not only does Luis moderate. Not only does he organize all of our super chats, not only does he provide us with lyrics, but now he has to go to like Empire Online, find movie scenes for Alex to do. It's I don't, I don't know, man. Um, uh, so okay. I don't uh, know any of these you, Beetlejuice songs. You, oh, that's just not good. I'm gonna have to sing all of them, aren't I? Um, Ryan, Ryan says either this week or next. So guess what, Ryan? It's next. Next week, I'll do the Muppets Feels Like Christmas uh, lyrics uh, song from Muppets Christmas Carol. I'm going to do that next week. All right? Um, here we go. Uh, <laughs> I'm going to have to sing Deo. Better to one jam beer says, I'd like to make three classic song requests. Three requests. First will be Tony D singing Deo. And the second will be New York Princess singing Jump in the Line, both by Harry Delafonte. The third song is a duet of Tony and Princess singing Eco Eco by the Dixie Cups. What the hell do you take us for, Bad into One Jam Beard? <laughs> you, you, come on. I'm not as bad as you, okay? I'm not as cool. Um, okay. <gasps> Are you friends with Braun Breaker? Do people with double consonants hang out? I have questions. I don't know, man. Is that racist uh, against people uh, with double okay. consonants? Well, I don't know. Okay. <laughs> oh, this is really hard to... Oh, my goodness. Um... <laughs> well, who's this supposed to be? Come, Mr. Tallyman, tally me banana. Daylight come and me want to go home. Day. Me say day. Me say day. Me say daylight come and me want to go home. There. That's all, that's all you get. So you guys asked for three things, and this is not a good. These were not good lyrics. Uh, jump! I want you to sing "Jump in the Line." Okay, here's your here's your thing. You gotta watch Beetlejuice this week so you can sing okay. "Jump in the Line" next week. Okay. Lord, this is crazy. Now we gotta I sing a duet. Homework. We gotta sing. Yeah, I have homework. I gotta freaking. I have this. I gotta watch Muppets Christmas Carol for the first time since I was twelve. That's good homework. <laughs> Beetlejuice is good homework. It is, but you're also a Muppets Bark, and Ryan knows that. <laughs> okay, so now now we got to sing Eco Eco. Do you see? Do you have this in front of you? What is Eco Eco? What is happening? I don't know. <laughs> I have. <laughs>
Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. <laughs> I've started, created a monster. <laughs> um wait, where is it? I don't see it. Duet. It says duet. It says duet. Do you, do you see it here? I do, thank you. Okay. I still don't know what the hell it is. I don't know. Listen, I guess I'm gonna I'm gonna take the first verse. Guess you I, are. <laughs> I guess. Do you have it here? I have it, but I don't okay, know. Okay, here what we go. My grandma and your grandma were sitting by the fire. My grandma told your grandma, I'm going to set your flag on fire. Talking about, hey now. Hey now. Hey now. Hey now. Eco, eco, and deo. Jokomo feeding, no one day, day. What the hell is this shit? Full Jokomo feeding and nene. Look at my king all dressed in red. Eco, eco, and day. I beat a $5. You'll kill your dead. Jokomo feed. Jokomo feed yourself. That's joke about yourself. That's what I got to say. Because I don't know what talking about. Hey, now. Hey, now. Hey, now. Hey, now. He go, wait, go, and day. Oh, I don't know what this is. I don't like it. Thank you for the humper chat. Better than one champion. But I, I was, I'm sorry very much. You I, know what I, we'll I, do? Yeah. Since I feel like largely this is a partly my bust because I didn't know any of those. We'll sing happy birthday to the Coog. Happy birthday to the Coog. Happy birthday to the Coog. Happy, happy birthday, birthday to you to and many more. Many more. <laughs> it Six looks athletes. like in the chat they're making friends, and that makes me very happy. That's good. That's good. I'm glad everyone can make friends at, at our expense because I'm sure everyone's making fun of us for not knowing what the hell we're doing. <laughs> um, <laughs> so, Vicky uh, uh, Ashley says, "Could we have all I want for Christmas is War Games by William Regal?" And then there's a suggestion for the Twelve Days of Christmas by Tony D. Um, uh, and instead of a, a partridge in a pear tree, he wants a championship victory. Listen, I feel I, like I got... we might need to save that for next week and do. Oh some, yeah, some yeah. work on that. Yeah, we're gonna do some work on that. All right. Oh, I actually oh. do know jump in line if you guys need to do it. You you do it now. Do it. Shake, 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 senora. Shake your body in line. <laughs> shake, 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 senora. Shake it all the time. Work, 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 senora. Work your body line. Work, 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 senora. Work it all the time. That's all you get. And my sister's name is Lydia. That's a shoot. Nailed it. <laughs> My grandmother's name was Lydia. 
Yeah, it's true. Um, all right. Okay. I'm trying to get this thing down because <laughs> Sean, Sean said 159.30 wasn't good enough. So I got to get this back back down. Here we go. Um, uh, the Battle of One Jam Beard says, I take you guys as the greatest entertainers in all of YouTube land. Oh. Ricardo Elidolo Agrio says, uh, uh, just some love for hashtag Kalex. Thank you. We like love. Um, and now, love love. Um, uh, <clears throat> uh, hold on, uh, William Regal. All I want for Christmas is war games. <laughs> um, I'm going to do more of that, but I'm just going to give that right there. Here we go. It's good. All right. The Regal wrap this week. Is this the go home? This is the go home. Okay. Then I'm just going to say, subscribe to Fightful Select. Please. On if there was anything specific. And he said, not that I can say out loud. Because mm. it's sexy behind the paywall, you guys. Yeah. We don't even know what's going on there. But go to Fightful Select and subscribe. Please leave a thumbs up on this video. It helps people find us in the algorithm. Don't send us any more super chats or hover chats. We're trying to get out of here without getting grounded. William Regal, take it away. All right. This is Mama Said Knock You Out <laughs> by Ladies Love Cool James. <clears throat> Don't call it a comeback. I've been here for years. I'm rocking my peers, putting suckers in fear. Making the tears rain down like a monsoon, listen to the bass go boom, explosions overpowering over the competition, I'm towering. Wrecking shop when I drop these lyrics that'll make you call the cops. Don't you dare stare, you better move. Don't ever compare me to the rest that all get uh, sliced and diced. Competition's paying the price. I'm going to knock you out. Mama said knock you out. I'm going to knock you out. Mama said knock you out. I'm going to knock you out. Mama said knock you out. I'm going to knock you out because my mother told me that I should knock you out. Don't you call this a regular jam. I'm going to rock this land. I'm going to take this itty-bitty world by storm. And I'm just getting warm. Just like Muhammad Ali, they called him Cassius. Watch me bash this beat like a skull that you know I had beef with. Why do you riff with me, the maniac psycho? And when I pull out my jammy, get ready, because it might go blow. How you like me now? The Ripper will not allow you to get with me, Mr. Smith. Don't riff. Listen to my gear shift. I'm blasting, outlasting. Uh, kind of like shaft. Uh, so you could say I'm shafting. Old English. Ooh, old English. Filled my mind, and I came up with a funky rhyme. This funky rhyme is as such. I'm going to knock you out. Mama said knock you out. I'm going to knock you out. Mama said knock you out. I'm going to knock you out. Mama said knock you out. I'm going to knock you out. I'm going to knock you out. Mama said knock you out. I feel like it's my bad that I should have been prepared with a William Regal's mother impression of telling him. Knock <laughs> him out. Something like that. My God. I don't know why it pops so hard for using it's sliced and diced. <laughs> You got, you got to you got to put that in there someplace. Uh, hold on, I forgot. I forgot to end it. As Mex Chewy is prompting me. Oh, War Games. Otherwise, it's not actually a rap. Um, no. Otherwise, it's not really William Regal. Otherwise, it's not really War Games. Yeah. Um. So, you can follow me at uh, Alex Sourgraps on the Twitter. Uh, you can follow Kate at Kate on Deck IC. Um. Please 
you can go ahead early to if you can't watch us live on on the fightful christmas stream next next tuesday at 6 p.m eastern you can go there right now it's available now to go there and you can send in a chat there or you can go to humperchats.com and send in a, a, a humper chat there for us again everything that that gets donated for that particular stream goes directly into our bank accounts as opposed to you know sean's bank account but <laughs> the man yeah big money big man. money fightful yeah Jim, jimmy van and sean take all the money like every, everything you're donating for me to sing crazy songs and crazy voices that doesn't go to me that goes to fightful except for on that particular day uh it goes it goes to me and it goes to kate and other people busking too. other people too but please yeah. thank you so much um yeah also our particular show our post nxt show next 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 week will have a lot of very fun stuff so please hell yeah yeah it should be good <sighs> love you guys keep cool gabagool say goodbye to your credit card rewards greedy corporate mega stores led by walmart and target are pushing for a law in congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets the durbin marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it if you love your credit card rewards tell your lawmakers hands off my rewards tell them to oppose the durbin marshall credit card bill this is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, click Granger.com, or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.